0: What is going on, everybody? It's back in for another episode of the FUT Live podcast. And today we have another NA special podcast. Uh, just Joey and I today, no third guest here. I'm um, just going to be NA, N- as I said, talking about FUT NA all day, baby. NA all day. The best N- all day. region um, in FIFA, obviously, <laughs> as, as everyone knows. Um, that, that debate's not going out there about Europe spots versus NA spots. That's definitely not being had. Uh, but yeah, no, we'll be talking about FUT Miss. Uh, Joey going... Elite, spoiler alert, not elite, just getting verified with 433 Nation. Um,
1: Absolutely. Repping.
0: And then, of course, we did have Team of the Year nominees as well since our last podcast. So with that, um, do you want to start, I guess, oldest to newest? We can start with Team of the Year. I believe that started before FutMist technically started. So um, yeah, FIFA came out with Team of the Year. Fully a fan vote this year. I believe there was pieces of fan vote last year, like the 12th man, I think, Neymar. Uh, I believe that was the fan vote. Mm-hmm. but um this year fully the team's fan voted so obviously on twitter that's created quite a bit of controversy um because the debate for i mean really forever team of the year when people say who they want in it is is it who deserves it for how their real life performances or who do you want in fifa obviously all the nominees deserve to be nominees um that's obviously the point but then forgetting our 11 um how do you vote so that's kind of what we talk about obviously start off with if. Joey doesn't say Lua. That's the end of the podcast. Um, just like the entire thing. Not, <laughs> not this episode. That's the end of the entire podcast. Uh, I've already kicked Felix from my Discord server, <laughs> um, because he said Mbappe deserved it more than Lua. So I kicked him from the wait for Mbappe like a nice. from a FIFA standpoint he or a, like the deserve standpoint. He had the FIFA standpoint one, um, which I think had Mbappe in it too. And then he said this is actually because he had like a random one, um, and then he said here's actually who I think deserves it, and still had Mbappe there. So I woke up to that like in the middle of the night, and I just kicked him from the Discord. <laughs> well, okay, like that so for like most of the day, and then I invited him back, obviously. But what, what, what was his reasoning for putting Mbappe over Lewandowski? It was middle of the night, so no one even responded to him. So, oh, okay, I don't think there was really much reasoning. I don't think it was like Mbappe over Lua, because he even said like Lua could be in there, but he well, said Mbappe. Um, so I mean, I'll just say I'll just say mine quickly. I just I I do so for me the when it comes to voting, um, I do a kind of a mix of real life first like fifa it's basically i basically go with fifa unless i um like don't really have like a like like the midfield i don't really care about any of them so i just picked like who i wanted to <laughs> um you mean
1: you didn't care for playing with them in game
0: like yeah yeah like they're not like or should i say i there were so many midfielders um one thing everyone's saying Bernardo Silva should have been a midfielder, and then he would have probably made it in, uh, but you're do not going you make: think, it over though, the front Do do you
1: think he would make over I mean, there's some solid choices in there. You really think he would make it over other choices in there?
0: In FIFA, no.
1: but no, no well, I'm saying in general,
0: uh, well, in terms of, yeah, I, I think so, because I think people are putting De Bruyne in theirs, which makes no sense.
1: Because of it, because well, you're saying he was injured last year.
0: Yeah, of- yeah. He, for like the calendar year, he was injured for a lot of it, and I mean, he's obviously insane. We saw what he did to Arsenal. Yeah. Um. This weekend, which was great for me. Um. So De, De Bruyne is incredible. I actually I have De Bruyne in mind, and he's kind of my Bernardo Silva place because uh, I just was like. Honestly, Bernardo Silva deserves it, so let me just put De Bruyne in there as like a fill-in for him. But then I have Mane, obviously. As much as I hate Liverpool, Mane, I think, is the best player outside of Van Dyke on that team. Um has to be there. Aloua, I mean, obviously, I'm Lua stan. Uh, and then Messi. Uh, so I don't have Ronaldo in there uh, because, one, I'm not one of the players that uses Ronaldo in FIFA much because of his cost. Yeah. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. So he's not like one of those guys I have to have in there in my FIFA team. So I'm like, why we, why put him in? He does he doesn't deserve. Like, if you go by real life results, I don't think he deserves to be in there. Um, so if I don't care about using one FIFA, what's the point of putting him in there? Uh, midfield, I did I did do one FIFA choice here. I would put in Marco Royce. I don't think he's had that good like good of a year because again, kind of De Bruyne, he's always injured. Um, but I was like, I use a Bundesliga team. I'm doing the Lua Road to Glory. Uh, so obviously, long term, I'm thinking Royce got to be in there. And then I did De Bruyne, like I said. That was more for Bernardo Silva, getting missed out. And then Frankie De because he's just a good card. And then my backline's the Liverpool backline with De Ligt and Ter Stegen, because I didn't want to put too much. Uh, Ter Stegen's an animal, so. And, he, <laughs> yeah. and, and goalies are, team of the year goalies are always the cheapest ones. So, like, I'm like, yeah. if I'm going to get one of them, that's not, like, one in the league I want. Uh, Ter Stegen's one German, so it's pretty easy to fit in with the Bundesliga thought. And mm-hmm. then, also, he's the best goalie in the game. So, just make him the best card possible. That was my reasoning. Uh, like I said, like if you got, I, I I like this topic more for the debate of do you go with because the re- there are people who like make like sit there and think like who deserves it, who actually deserves it. But then yeah. you think like that award's already decided. The people who deserve it are already winning an award, right? So it's like let's get the FIFA guys. So I, I, I don't really care how you vote. Um, I get people like who are like screw it, Ronaldo didn't have the best year. He's still like the, that team of the year. Card, Ronaldo will be like the best card in the game. So like let's just put him in. Because uh, well, I here's the that. thing. I, I don't even think
1: like for me, I'd love a Lewandowski card. I know a lot of listeners are gonna be like, what the hell? Why over Ronaldo or anything? It's just you know, I've been playing FIFA since FIFA 12, and I've seen Team of the Year Ronaldo every single every single year for the past eight years. So mm-hmm. for me, it's more of like I want something new, and plus Lewandowski deserves it, but I know if he does get a team of the year card, I don't know how it will play. only because I did try his 92 team of the group stage card, and I put engine on it just to increase his dribbling a little bit. And it's still, I mean, look, it was good, but in bad gameplay, I know every it's silly to say because everything in bad gameplay feels bad, but he still has problems turning and dribbling with the ball. So that's my only concern is like, okay, we get Lewandowski. He he gets in there, which he most likely won't because he's not a fan favorite vote. Even in real life, did he even make it? Into the uh, best eleven? No, he didn't, right? No, 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 no. He was
0: um, behind. F- <clears throat> I'm not gonna swear. Harry Kane, um, yeah, who see, had, like, not, who so had so a shame. good year, but How not like put... not even in close, not even close to the same amount of goals scored. I mean, Lua, if you look, I think he's currently for 2019 goal scorer is the one goal behind Messi um, for the year, uh, and then like they have like a five goal lead on everyone else. I, I think uh, Hamdallah from the Saudi League is in there too, but those goals count differently. Um, I mean, right now, I I think he's the best pure
1: striker in the world currently at Mm -hmm. this given moment. I don't think there's anyone better than him. Um, Obviously, Messi isn't like... He's the best footballer in the world, whatever. But I'm saying just just striker. So for anyone listening, I'm saying from a striker standpoint, I don't know who would be better than Lewandowski right now, or who's
0: better than him. A lot of people can argue Aguero, which which I understand.
1: Aguero I think at Aguero's peak,
0: yeah, he's up there. Like they're they're. I think at both their peaks. I don't think you could you'd have to flip a coin to say who's actually. Yeah. Obviously, I go Lua because I like him, but right. like, and
1: I'm the opposite there. I, I'd go with yeah. Aguero because I'm an Aguero fanboy.
0: So yeah. And they're different players too. They're both. They're both true number nines, but play completely different. But yeah, no, I think I think the team of the year voting is always fun because like even before when there's no voting, you could still build your team on foothead, and I believe those counted as something. But that uh, in the prior years, but this is like a true like vote vote on mm-hmm. EA's website. Um, and and I know, and I think they they always bring up a ton of debate, and I don't get people who get mad um at people's votes because like you, at the end of the day, it is a vote. You can literally vote for the nominees were selected for. Us. It's not like you're voting. Um, I'm not voting Mustafi into it. Like. Right, <laughs> the, the nominees are the nominees like they all deserve to be nominees like you, you can't really argue that so once once you get the nominees it's just people vote like if someone's like an ix fan they're gonna have every single ix player in there even yeah. if they left like the lick the young uh, i think Tadic is in there um there's one there's one more i think too but um so you're gonna basically like if someone wants to make like or a liverpool fan like you could almost make a. I think you can make like a full liverpool 11 from the nominees like, I think uh, mm, there might not be the second center back. But still, like, every other position you could have a Liverpool player in. Like, Wijnaldum, mm-hmm. Fabinho, mm-hmm. Mane, Sala, Firmino. If you want to do that and you're a Liverpool fan, I, it makes sense. So, like, I don't get why people get mad at other people's votes. But uh, reach out to us on Twitter. I just want to see, like, how people vote. It's more interesting to me to see, like, yeah. do you go with real life? Do you go with, like, fanboy thing? Mm-hmm. Like, in prior, like, I voted for Lua last year. And I know Lua didn't deserve it over Ronaldo and Messi last year. Um he was good, but he wasn't like that good. But I obviously gonna, I'm obviously going. I'm going to put him in anytime he has a chance. So it's for it's sure. Just, I mean, he's your favorite
1: player, so yeah. And he's getting
0: the nominee card. It's not like like I said, I'm not picking like Mustafi, who doesn't have a nominee card, and saying like he deserves to be in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you know what's going to happen. I think we're going to have uh, another William or Vinicius Junior situation that we had earlier in the year for the uh, SBC, where the whole community was like, "Oh, Vinicius is going to get it," and then we just got sideswiped by. <laughs> William, i think the same thing is going to happen we all think x y and z are locks and then all of a sudden you're going to be like where did this come from because of all yeah. the people who voted different things i know messi ronaldo and van dyke are pretty much a lock um, yeah the midfielders like i midfield could I, go I, anyway i think it can go anyway and i really really want a dion card I, yeah. that's if if that's one card i want from all the team of the year that's the one I want on my team because I know Messi's going to be unaffordable. He's going to be like 6-7 million coins because the high tier cards this year are way inflated than last year. They're a lot more expensive. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: Messi, Ronaldo, all the attackers are pretty much going to be so expensive they're going to be unaffordable. So that's not even uh, it really going to make it on my team. So for me, De Jong, hopefully is like between 2 million or so, 1-2 to two million because I think Modric when he was out last year was like I want to say he settled down around two million.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's going to be around the same. And then for you defenders, you don't think it'll be a little bit more. Just he's because like I, I guess Modric is used actually as a, at a pro level. To, uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I guess I guess maybe not. I was thinking like because you almost think like old school to Cruz when he was like team of the year, but he was cheap because he was just not usable. But the Young's like regular card and inform have been used by so many people that uh, like oh, where yeah, Modric's just regular it's cards midfield, and informs right. were never really used. But his Absolutely. team of the year was used, so I guess maybe they'll be around the same price because I mean Modric was being used. Yeah, and then oh, I don't know, I think my
1: defense I pretty much had the same as you except instead of um Robertson at left back I I think I went with Alba. Okay. But other than that it's pretty much the same midfielders KDB, De Jong and I actually had problems fitting in a third person. I didn't know who to put.
0: <laughs> I I didn't um, either, which is why why Royce is there. I just
1: don't know who you go with. I mean, does Dybala make a good case? I mean, this year he's playing well, last year I don't really remember um, how he performed. But who else? When all the yeah, I mean it can it can. I think the midfield's the the one that's really going to be
0: different from a lot of people. You can go a lot of different options. Mm-hmm. If just because Felix isn't here, uh, I did find his team that he voted. This is his uh, vote quickly for who he wants to be it, not who deserves it. But Allison, Trent, Verge, uh, Ramos, Al Alba. De Bruyne, Royce, Conte, Mbappé, Ronaldo and Neymar. Okay. Um, so no that's Messi. who he wants. No, no, no Messi. Yeah, um, so I mean I get
1: he that's who he wants but obviously that's not going to happen just because Messi's a lock. Yeah, Ronaldo. Messi's a lock so he probably I don't think you'll get Neymar. You might get Mbappé Messi. Yeah, like I I don't see Ronaldo not making it as much as Yeah, I, like you said, I don't know if he makes it into the team of the year, um <laughs> but he's everyone's going to pick him so he's yeah. in.
0: One thing I'm hoping for is that they do more than just the 12th man. I, th- I was thinking they should do like the 12th man for each position. So like one the the fourth attacker who just missed out. <laughs> that would be cool, but the uh, fourth midfielder. So it would only be like four extra. Well, three because you won't need a goalie. I don't think. I don't think you need so, a backup goalie.
1: No. So like but an extra defender. A Goalie wouldn't really make a difference. Yeah. So three extra, extra players.
0: Yeah. That'd be I mean, cool. I'd like four. to see that. Give you two goalies. Who cares? There, it's going to be Allison and Stegen if you do two, and they're completely right. different leagues and nations. So it's like well,
1: just give us two. Like it really doesn't matter. Um, what, do you th- what do you think about them putting the nominees in packs? I think that was.
0: A I weird was just, move. I was just about to say that to you. I, I think at first I didn't even think that they had boosts. I like wasn't paying attention. I thought they were just the same overall. I was like, what the hell yeah, am I looking at? Plus I thought it was just like the UCL cards again. I was like, why do we have three <laughs> versions of the same card? But no, I think given a plus one's interesting, it's, it's at least makes them usable. They have a very cool card design. They have, they, they gave them really good dynamic images. So like all that. It just it just goes f- further to like show that the UCL cards this year make no sense the regular ones I should say. Um, I just I hate I hate the regular UCL ones so much that I th- I don't I don't I think they're pulling down this one for me because like what the hell is the point of um, this Nepo actually one thing I'll say is I I really didn't care I was like cool plus one whatever there that's at least enough to make people interested in them. Because some of them don't have informs, I don't think at the start of the year. Uh, yeah, do, yeah, no, I think uh, Van Dyke, right? Uh, I think every other one, Van Dyke or Sagan, I think like every other one has an inform. But
1: no, I don't think Alexandro doesn't have an inform, does he?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at like my vote right now. I was looking at like and then like oh, the ones oh, who I think will actually make team of the year. But yeah. um, one thing Nepo said was like. It's only it's it, it's 55 cards, which sounds like a lot, but in the grand scheme of like the total game, it's not a lot, especially given that you have some like air players, you have some lower uh, players that really aren't usable in general anyways, um, that are nominees. Why not have boosted them to like two, three, four in four? Yeah. So, like so like Lua Lua's is a 89 rated card to start off with. He's probably going to get like a 98, 97 if he, if he were to assuming he would win team of the year, he'd get like a 97. 98 because it's like that's where his team of the that team of season usually is but that's because he gets a bunch of informs um so maybe 98 why not give him like a 94 so like like right right now you mean yeah yeah so his nominee card would be like a 94.
1: Uh, I don't know about that that I think that's just too many high I see what you're saying and it's a good point but I think it's too many high rated cards the problem is what for me what's going on now is like these plus one upgrades are so like not worth it anymore especially after ultimate scream i like if they're going to do overall upgrades of like plus 1 plus 2 it's so unnoticeable that it's just not worth it on and they're not even
0: they're... everywhere
1: right exactly it's good for lower tier cards that go from like 82 to 84 or 84 to 86 mm-hmm. but when you're going from 88 to 89 it really does nothing to the card you you're not going to see a major difference in game especially with chemistry styles mm-hmm. so for me all the promos that are plus 1 to high rated cards i've never been interested because i know they're just going to be really overpriced and they're not going to really change the way i play they're not going to be game changing so yeah. i don't know if it's an outdated system or if they have to do something different to make it a little bit more desirable but as far as plus ones even team of the weeks so are like unless it's an 82 to an 84 like i said or even mm-hmm. the 76 to 81 that type of boost that an it's like gets. it's
0: like those the everybody like starter squad meta players when those guys get informs they're kind of cool. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, like, uh, like, I'm trying to think like almost like a he has a special card, but Konate, like a like a pacey center back that maybe now sure. has a little bit more defending and passing and dribbling because he got an informed. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Which is I think why Nep was saying it is like these cards, especially especially with team of the year nominees, the whole point is that these guys were the best players. They probably have, like I was going through uh, most of them have informs already. So if they already have informs, you're just putting out another version of that same card. Well, um, you
1: can. I think you can go the ultimate scream route. To be honest with you, they can keep their overall
0: lower, the same or, or yeah. plus
1: one plus two. But they can, for example, Laporte. Um, he's he's just unfortunately right now no longer an option to use on a team. And I think a lot of people are are getting bored of the game because you are forced to play as we've mentioned before. You're forced to play a certain way, and you can't use certain players. So why not just give him a pace upgrade for his team of the year nominee card of maybe plus six or something, Mm -hmm. you know, make it a 70 pace card instead of, I think they made him what 60. Yeah. So he went from 64 to 65. So he got yeah. a one pace upgrade. They can easily just make him a 70 because most likely is if he got into the team of the year, it'd be what 80 ish. Yeah. It would anymore. go way up
0: because it'd be a huge upgrade.
1: Yeah. That's what I would do. I would maybe try to go the ultimate scream route for me so far. Ultimate scream has been my favorite promo because right away, right picked off The, the mat, key stats. Yeah. Yes. They picked the key stats and they picked players that needed it. So Aguero, he was like on that edge. Of becoming a top-tier striker from with the pace upgrade. Same with like James Rodriguez, he got that pace upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, people like the Dali. Exactly. So I I think that's the way they should probably try to do promos like this that are plus one, plus two, but still don't really make for good cards. And my only worry is like, what does it do to the market? That's that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing, is like. Okay, they do that. Does it crash the market? Does it kill everything else? I don't know what happens. Is it too early for those cards? That's another thing to think of. Maybe they have to. That is always my biggest of team of the
0: year. Is it, it seems early, but it's also like that's almost what they got themselves into by doing a yearly game cycle. Is that mm-hmm. stuff? This stuff like this is too early um, in the cycle because it, I mean, it just it feels like it is because like the next time we get cards, that, the issue is it puts out it's only eleven, which is good, which maybe why the Nepo thing doesn't work because fifty-five is a lot. Um, Which I believe is how many nominees there are, Mm -hmm. but it puts out eleven high tier cards that everyone's working towards. So the next time we get cards of even close to equal, which they're still right below, is team of the season. So we go from December slash January now to what end of April May, Um, yeah. And in between, so that's four to five months that we don't get any usable cards. If you have these team of the years in your team, like if you get team of the year Ronaldo, like he's the best card. So that's maybe a bad example, but even like a defender like a a a Trent Alexander-Arnold if he gets team of the year it's going to go it's going to be a pretty big boost it's going to boost his pace his defending he's going to become a very good right back yeah you Best will not game, you will not see a right back until may that could even compete with him no matter what promo they do like there's just really nothing that they can do like unless they start making every promo like fut future stars where they just like get these massive boosts that make no like not make no sense but like i make, think I think that's the way they have to go dude
1: from here on out because yeah, just
0: keep massive boosting everything
1: The only I mean, what else do you do? Otherwise you're in in the bubble of oh, I gotta use Neymar I gotta use Mbappe. I gotta use this I gotta like you don't get to use any other players because of the way the game is built FIFA 17 You can get away with it more. I mean you were able to really use Honestly anything you got you remember smalling was like one of the best center. Yeah, Yeah, yeah
0: Was and, that was that the case of the game being the way the gameplay was like that small yes. was actually good or was it we didn't have three years of FUT champs under belt it was still the first year? So, no, so. I
1: think I think just the way the game was built. AI was obviously really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, You didn't have to manually defend, but I'll I'll even argue that manually defending this year is easier than AI defending last year, which is silly to even say that but I think it's easier to defend this year than last year, even if, if it's being manual. So I think the way the game was built on FIFA 17, and it wasn't my favorite FIFA by any means, but you were able to use a wide variety of cards. Like I I remember I got 36 or 37 wins back when it was 40 with a team with like Pjanic was my wide cam. He was my wide cam. This is a player with like 70 yeah, pace or something, pace, yeah. you know, so in a four, two, three, one. So it's like they need to either for next year, change the gameplay to make more players viable or start boosting things unrealistic boosts so that more people have options because everyone is using the same exact teams sprinkled Mm -hmm. in with different icons and it's just making for a very very stale like way to play the game in my opinion yeah and my hope my hope
0: was that objectives in the seasons and all that stuff like what they've done would have changed that in terms of so now you have We'll pick Miss promo. Um, a player that's like right on the brink of maybe you complete the SPC, you don't complete the SPC, uh, and you're like, well, he's not going to make it until my main team. Well, the, that's the way we think because there's really nowhere else to use those cards. Like, if they don't make it to your main team, you're not using them at all. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't, if I want to try out players, I can just do draft or something like that. Like, um, so with that, it's like, I was hoping the objectives would be more consistent. More, more varying. I think I think we've gotten the same objectives over and over again. So like once you have like a team built, like you can just keep using that team for objectives. So it's the same team. Yeah. Uh, so I was hoping that would break it. And I also think that like we've talked about before, every single game mode in a sense is driving you towards competitive gameplay. So it's like y- you're not going to go into a rival's team with like a worse team than you like. If could possibly make like if you can make your best version of your team, you're going to make that and you're going to use it as much as possible. So there's just really no way to use these cards if they're not fitting into like a main team. Obviously people have main different levels of main teams. Like Felix can afford a much better team than you. And then you and I both can and yeah. then I you can afford a much better team than I can. Um so there is levels of main teams. So like players can sl- like different players can slide in. Like a uh like a team of the year nominee Royce or whatever would, would would fit into my team probably better than Felix's, obviously. Even a team of the year Royce for that matter, would fit into my team better than Felix's. Um, but it's it just goes back to the fact that like why would Felix ever use anything but his main team? Like, there's really just no point. Like the Because obje- well, like, if he does the objectives, he's not getting cards that are going to mm-hmm. be worth anything to him. There, there's a gap
1: missing in in the sense of... So, like, these fault-miss promos, right? A lot of the cards I'm looking at, it and it's completely useless for me, but it might be better for, like you said, someone who can afford it or fits on a team, even though the SPCs have kind of been overpriced. Mm-hmm. The thing is, they're missing players for people like me and Felix who mm-hmm. can maybe afford a million dollar, or a million dollar, million coin SVC, <laughs> um, yeah. and make it a really, really good card, but they're not releasing anything like that. Like Cavani came out today, Okay, it's it's a cheap SBC. You get an 89-rated card, but there is no way in hell anyone is using Cavani on their team because of the way the game is built. He can't dribble. You yeah. Heading is useless, so what's the point of that? His pace is still low. If you want to play it in foot champs, you're going to be playing against people with god squads at this point in the game. After your first 10 or 12 games, you're going to be playing really, really good squads. So they're missing like player cards that can make it onto teams like mine and Felix's. There's nothing there anymore other than Neymar, and Mbappe, we're not it's the same recycled mm-hmm. players other than the ultimate scream players like scream Firmino, scream Insigne, those players those are yep. still viable. Other than those, every single promo there's not a single one that will make it onto my team, and that's where the gap is missing. They're catering to all the casuals, which is great, but you're not catering to your hardcore base who has a lot of coins and, and can dump something into a really really good SBC. Mm-hmm. Other than like Player of the Month, messy So yeah, yeah, of course. But
0: and then like I, I think I think that's a good segue into futmus because you said they're 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 uh, playing they're like playing to the casual um, or appealing to the casual, but then. Look at the costs of these low rated cards that aren't because to be honest, like some of these cards wouldn't make it into like a decently, like if you when you say casual, obviously, we're like we said, we're in the guise of Twitter and like the podcast. So if you're listening to a podcast in general, you're probably not like a true casual, casual, but like we know when we mean casual, we mean like someone's just not like uh, a god squad. Um, but these cards, like, like you said, Cavani's good price today was a a blip in the radar, but like that Luca. Luca Beato, or whatever his name is, I used him actually at the start of the year in like a Bundesliga starter squad, like his sure. regular gold, because he has got four star, four star. They gave yeah. him actually a very nice upgrade, a very nice card, but like nice in the terms of it's a meta card who got like a nice boost. It's not an Elite One, Top 100 slide into your squad. Right. It's, it's more of like a, uh, hey, I got a Bundesliga team. I can improve it. Here's a good SBC. And it's just under 200K. Right, it's but like, why oh, go with 200K? Him. I can go buy, I can Runner. almost go buy that 92 Lua for 200K, and he's going to be a better card because uh, debatable. But like, you know what I mean? Like, there are cards for like 200K that are probably better fits than yeah. uh, one in- that form we we're throwing. For, yeah, yeah Informed Werner, uh, who's just basically the same type of card, and he's you can sell him off. You don't lose. Yes, all of your that was going to be the next part. Was that so? Like, yes, they're appealing to the casual with the player selection, but then they're messing it up with the. Uh, v- because it, it, if they made Luca, what's what's the damage if they make that? Lu- I, I should have picked a different card, but whatever. I can't say his name. If if they make that cheap, what is the Douglas damage Costa to the market? Is, is a good yeah. one. Yeah, you can pick Douglas Costa. Yeah, yeah, because he's not like he's 130K. not going to fit into like your elite one squads, anyways. No, because he's no. he's missing some key stats. So like, where is the disadvantage if it's super cheap? The only reason they make it that expensive is because he's got a good nation and a good league, so he fits a lot of teams, but he doesn't fit a lot of teams in terms of gameplay. So like, if they make him cheap. I more people will do it but I don't think more people will use him. I think people give him a try, but I mean they can do so like I don't know
1: what's stopping them from doing things. For example, the the Douglas Costa card. Okay, he's got a bunch of good stats. Maybe you don't want to make him too overpowered, but why don't you do something like bump his composure up to 85? Like there's other stats they can they can key in on if they don't want to make a, a card way way too good, but when someone's got he's got 65 finishing Who's going to be using him for 130k that you're locked into even if he's in the Syria? Who's going to be using him? Yeah, 130k <laughs> in the Syria can
0: get you some decent cards. Yeah, there's, like, there's why way would better you options. Go, yeah, like why would you go out of your way to use like get that card and like you said it's it's the cards we're talking about in the Syria that are 130k are tradable. So it's like hey, I want to I have a Syria squad now, but I might not in a month because like there's a card that comes out that I want to use. Now I can go sell that 130k player and then get a new one in a different league, or I can now I'm stuck with Costa. So he has to be in like every team I go forward because yep. of just that, like just because of who you like, what you, what you did because it's an SBC, which I'm, I'm all for SBC. I love SBCs and I love the idea Same. of them, but like they either need to be good cards that are expensive. Like, like honestly messy, like once he dropped a little bit originally, like then I think he was actually a fair price. He was cheap, much cheaper than the 95 informal alternative but you you have because it has to be cheaper. I think sometimes the EA makes it what cost it would be on the market. and and, yeah. and that doesn't make sense because the mark, the coins are gone, which is what they want, obviously. but right. Um, is, it it actually goes gone. back to some I was listening to today yeah. uh, I think it was a j three video and um they were ta- uh, there he was talking this way about like Hakimi, the right mid. It's a mm-hmm. cool like idea of switching a left back to a right mid. obviously super pacey, so you can bomb up and down like a three five two would be kind of a kind of like a fun idea of a card. But it was kind of expensive. It was like a you, Oh, a, you
1: no, no, you mean Quadrado, right?
0: No, Hakimi uh, Hakimi went from left back to right back. Quadrado went from right mid to right back.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, Hakimi,
0: yeah, yeah. so the the Bundesliga, uh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Dortmund left back. Gotcha. Um, he's pacey, he's got good defending. So like someone that uses the 352 but doesn't have like a god squad, it'd be like, okay, that's a fun car to try. One, mm-hmm. they didn't really boost it that much. And then two, they made it super expensive. And they're like, take out the SBC, take out the the shiny flare on it in the the um Dynamic image and then put it as a gold, an 82 rated gold right mid on the market. That there's no way that card goes for a thousand coins, like unless it's like yeah. part of an SBC at that time, like unless there's like a Dortmund marquee matchup out, like that card is like a thousand coins in the market as an 82. So, like, they just they mess up the pricing so far. So, I, it's just it's a weird one. Uh, I it is. I think that's up- like he's like a fun card to try, but it's like just way too expensive for a card like that.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's where the like I said, the gap is. I think the upgrade system is just become outdated at this point because you're giving cards these you're giving players these special cards. You got to worry about informs that come out like a Deli Ali inform is absolutely useless because he's got a scream card now. Mm-hmm. So I think the in the team of the week is become outdated at this point, and promos are not able to push stats the way they should be to match their SBC value. That's the issue. They, they they need to figure out a different upgrade system for mm-hmm. the coming years. Because this is it's silly because you're just forced to use the same players. I'd yeah, rather have I, yeah it's unrealistic either, stats man. To yeah, me. Just it's, give me it, unrealistic it, stats at they, this they, point.
0: they they they're at a fork in the road. They kind of gotta go two ways. You gotta go the way you're saying like it's gotta be every promo is going to have big like pick different players so it's not the same players each time. Because like I think the joke was that um Rashford is like locked in for a Futmus SBC every year. Because he's basically had one every year, so you either have to pick different players each time and do a huge boost, like you're saying, or you got to find a way to make a fun game mode or a a, a, or a game mode that rewards you still for using like a worse team. Because then I think I think at that point, once like once people like that are trying to shoot for like elite one or whatever, get like the team that they think they can compete with they might be interested in building fun fun teams. I know, like, Felix, this would be a good one for him here, but I know at the end of the year, he likes using like, his extra coins to build, like, either full, like, Brazilian teams, or full, like, he's a Schalke fan, so full Schalke teams. Um, so I know he's, like, a fan of doing that at the end of the year, but, like, wouldn't it be cool to like have those teams as backups? Like not, they're not expensive, maybe a hundred K like the 150 K for the whole team across the board. And there are a lot of SBCs, but they're actually like fun cards to use yeah. And There's a game mode. We can actually use them in. I think that would, there's kind of two ways to go. You can either make Here's- every card usable on FUTCHAMPS, champs, or you can, you have to, you have to yeah, find exactly. a way to make game modes that are not FUT champ sweaty, which is hard to do because everyone obviously goes in wanting to win, but
1: yeah, the gameplay either has to be better. To, so they make, more options via like different players you can use or uh, a fun way would be, I don't know if they can implement this. um, If they were able to do it, I I don't know if Foot champs is going to stay, but if it does some way where you get incentivized to use a worse team. So let's say I get elite two or elite three using uh, an 83 rated squad, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe my rewards are far better than getting elite two with a God squad. Whereas if I use a God Squad, my rewards are worse. I don't know if that's.
0: The I think best almost like factoring like it. team rating, but then you get like bronze benching and all that stuff. But like, I think that was what I was thinking. Like your team rating would be uh, uh, tied to like where your results are. So like, it almost has to be like a like a like a math equation. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. So if you have like eighty five rated team and you get twenty wins, you like do like eighty five times twenty is like the amount of points. And then yeah, like, have almost like lowest lowest point. Uh, it'd be like a weird one. I don't know. It'd have to be some. Some They'd have to some do it off
1: of like. like skill rating, so they can see where your what your team rating is, and that's the amount of points you get based off of the team rating of your opponent. They can definitely. I mean, it's a, it's it's obviously algorithmic, so they can definitely code something like that. So like it's, mm-hmm. it's a math equation essentially. Yes. So all it's doing it's it's taking what your current team rating is, comparing it to your opponent's, and you get your skill rating based on the team difference. So that if you go and noob smash, if you're beating someone who's got like an eighty three rated gold squad with with nothing better than like Davidson Sanchez as a center back you shouldn't gain as much points but if you go in there with also an 83 rated squad then you gain you can gain let's say 20 points whatever it may be whatever they they come up with and then that's at the end of your 30 games you'll get ranked uh, at a at a place where you get more rewards if you use a worse team and that'll incentivize people on maybe using different squads. And obviously that can change as the year progresses. It's almost like having restrictions for qualifiers like mm-hmm. squatters, and but, but
0: not necessarily because, or when they did use. like the, uh, the uh, daily knockout challenge or whatever, whatever that was to get right, right, right. So, When those had restrictions as well. Right. So um, they can go in and you can go in with a God squad, get 30, you you'll still get good rewards, but
1: someone can go in and maybe get elite three with uh, a worse squad and maybe get, you know elite two rewards or something instead of elite three rewards because they did it with a with with a worse squad with like a 200k team or whatever what have you i think that's a way where you can maybe um get people to use not as popular cards but at the same time um you might get frustrated because you just come up against people with insane teams and you're Mm -hmm. you're struggling to to kind of compete against them but maybe a loss at that point. Let's say you do lose once or twice. It's not a win-based system. It's a point-based system out of your thirty games. So it's not about going thirty for thirty. It's about how many points you can accumulate over thirty games instead.
0: So after so with the futmis talk over, Joey this week had a very nice weekend league. Uh, after all the complaint I think we've done throughout the podcast, a very fun weekend league went with the four three three variation four, yep, four three three four yeah yeah that's what i thought okay that's 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 in prior years i'm excited i'm actually excited because i think fifa 14 that was that was my go-to formation was a four three three um was always my favorite four three three it'd be always if i wasn't doing like one of the op formations it was my go-to so he mm-hmm. actually got verified 27 wins with the four, through three, four. and i know i saw a few people reach out to you on twitter after you posted it asking you for tactics so obviously yeah. no better time than the podcast um to go over those tactics you can go in more detail who you use what uh how you used it and kind of those tactics so i'll I'll leave the floor to you
1: yeah so i got inspired when i played uh, a player named y elf um on xbox I, I played him last week and at, at last week I i was doing really well using i want to say it was the I forgot what I was using. I think I was using the false nine against him using the four, three, three, four. And I noticed um, I switched to a four, four, two because I-, I was having trouble defending him. I switched to a four, four, two. And the reason why I switched to a four, four, two is usually the four, three, three, it struggles against the four, four, two. So I switched 4-4-2 and I still had problems defending. I mean, I ended up losing, I think three, two or three, one, but I had given him two penalties and I saved both luckily. Um, so I really could have lost like five two. And immediately I went to find out who this guy was because I loved the way he played the four-three three. So I tried messaging him on Xbox. He didn't reply. And luckily I became a stalker and I found him on Twitter. So I found him on Twitter and I DM'd him. I was like, dude, you have to tell me your, your instructions and tactics. Cause I, I want to play that four, three, three. Cause the way he played it is exactly the way I wanted to play it. It's just slow buildup. Um, I usually like playing fast, but unfortunately this year you, you just can't play fast. It's, it's, you're at a disadvantage if you try to play fast because of the way passing works and the way your team moves. You have to just recycle the play a lot of times and just play patient buildup. So I got his instructions and tactics um, and I didn't copy them exactly because he does play drop back. He he plays high depth. So uh, the way drop back works is if, if you still play high depth, it's actually not hard to break down. They just, what they do is when you lose possession, they will sprint back. So it makes it harder for people to counter you. But I don't like playing drop back just simply because it makes me vulnerable against people scoring. I just have to run around defending the whole time. So I I didn't play drop back. I left it on balance. But the tactics is literally default. Like everything is default. Five across the board. So five on on, uh, depth, five on with, same with players in the box and same with on the attack. So everything is literally on default there. The instructions is what really changes the formation. So on one of your center mids, uh, you obviously want to have a CDM as as one of the CM spots. The 4-3-3-4 does not have a CDM spot. So you'll want to get a CDM and you want to put your defensive mid on stay back while attacking. You want to put stay back while attacking on your left back and right back. And then the key tactic, this is the key tactic, is putting drift wide on your striker. And here's why it's the key tactic. So... Because in the 4-3-3, your wingers are just not involved unless you try to trigger their runs, either call them back or or have them make a run forward. What happens is, is when you attack down the wings, your striker will now support one of your left wings or right wings. So you can create a triangle between your center mid, your left wing, and your striker. So if I'm attacking on the right wing, my striker will get closer to my right winger, and then it creates a triangle between those three. So you can really play nice possession and that has been a game changer, that drift wide on the striker. So if you're trying to play the four-three-three, 3 definitely try putting drift wide on the striker. It's going to make the formation play a lot better because I know a lot of people, they struggle with the 4-3-3 because they don't have a way to attack since the striker is so isolated. You know, Once you get the ball to your striker, there's nothing you can do. Either you pass back and you can't take people on in the middle because it's too crowded, and you can't take people on one-on-one on the wings either. So that drift wide is really what makes makes or breaks the four 3 three in my opinion this year.
0: That's that's interesting. I'm so I'm actually right now while you while you're talking, I'm building on FUP and um kind of my road to glory squad I've been working with with uh, Lewandowski um and the Bundesliga team around I'm trying to think of how I how I could convert it into a uh four three four and who are the best players. So um obviously you said the the formation, is there any specific types of players you think fit fit the formation better? Yeah, uh, so like you um, said, one, CD, one CM is basically a CDM. Um, so you're obviously going to want a defensive-minded player there with probably good work, medium-high, potentially work rates. So um, what you're going to
1: want is uh, one of your CMs to be well-rounded, box-to-box, so I used Scream Firmino for that. Um, obviously, is an expensive option, but someone like Inform9Golan is, is definitely going to be good there. Uh, there's a bunch of other ones that you can use. You can use someone more attacking. It doesn't have to have the best defending stats because, um, all you have to do this year is run into a player. So you don't even have to tackle anyone this year. You just run into them and and you'll end up tackling them, especially with the new locked, uh, animation. When you tackle someone, you you pretty much retrieve the ball. So if you want to go with someone more attacking, even KDB, he'll fit in one of those CM roles. And then the other one, I did have Conte, but I switched. And it, it kind of goes back to talking about team of the year. I, I switched to DeYoung. He's got the work rate and he's just better on the ball and his passing is way, way better. So if you can find a, a, a defensive mid that can also be a good passer and hold the ball a little bit for you, I would go with him. I don't know any alternatives to DeYoung, unfortunately, because he's just got everything. He's got the pace. He's got well-rounded defending stats. They're not the best, but if you put shadow on them, they're pretty, pretty damn solid. He He fills that role pretty well. Um, so I don't know who else would be the alternative. Unfortunately, I do have, well, I should initially unfortunate, but fortunately I do have red Messi, which played up top for me. Actually, he played as my striker and then Neymar was my, was my cam with Rivaldo on the right wing and Mbappe on the left wing. So I'll say this for your left wing and right wing, you're really only going to need pace and passing because they're not going to score many of your goals, but they will be able to create, and they will be able to. Find space down the wings with their pace. So if if you're gonna try to find someone cheaper, you can use someone like Dembele. You can use him on the right wing, um, on the left wing. I'm sure there's plenty of options. Even that Kingsley Coleman, the the road to the final, um, I'm sorry, team of the groups. No, actually, yeah, road to the final, Kingsley Coleman, who got the 87 upgrade. Mm-hmm. He'll fit as as one of the left wings. There, there's a bunch of different options you can use. Again, all you really need is is just pace and passing, because they're not really gonna be scoring much. Your cam mm-hmm. and your striker, and actually your center mids are gonna score quite a bit. So uh, that's that's something to keep in mind, and I do like having a five star weak foot at my as my cam. So Neymar obviously is really really good. Ben Yetter is going to be really really good there as well, and that just gives you more attacking options. Um, Messi is Messi, obviously at striker. Um, if he would be better at right wing, but because I have an untradable version of him, he's just going to play as my as my striker. And I've got an untradable Rivaldo, so I'm kind of forced to use those players. And I wouldn't want Rivaldo as my striker anyway, so that's why he's at on the wing and Messi's a striker but uh if I, if i were to choose someone else i'd probably pick someone again with five star weak foot um you know Sun would be good there uh if you have some more coins obviously eusebio his, his price dropped quite a bit he would be really really good there i think he's about two point something million coins he's, he's dropped quite a bit if you guys have the coins he would be really really good there um who else would be good there butrogano he would be really really good there Anyone with a five-star week foot. And then your fullbacks, someone that is decent on the ball. Um, I've got Robertson, untradeable again <laughs> on the left side. Red picks. I, my red picks have been crazy. So I've got him on the left as my left back. And then untradeable Red Walker as my right back, who isn't as good on the on the ball, but he's got the pace and he's defending is, is pretty solid and his passing is pretty solid. And then my center backs, uh, Van Dyke and Baby Ganavato who are unbelievable. Van Dyke is a broken card. I think mm-hmm. it's the first time I've used him this year in Fudge Champs, and I can see why he's absolutely broken. You just have to literally breathe or <laughs> blow at, at a defender, and, and they'll fall over. It's, it's quite insane. But I would say there's a lot of alternatives you can go for a defense. Um, that's probably the easiest alternatives. You just need pace, defending, and then your fullbacks to be good on the ball. But uh, you can play it with... Your your midfield is going to be the most important, I would say. Your center Mm. mid, your center defensive mid, and your cam. The other positions you can get away with going with cheap options.
0: Okay, yeah, I I think that was interesting. So, like I said, I've been one. I've been listening to like a whole bunch of stuff. Whether it's the Foot Weekly Pod, Japes um, has been really into the five three two um, past week or two, I think. And so I was listening to how he plays that. So it actually it it made me. I was trying the. I haven't played enough games with it yet to even discuss it, but. Uh, the five two one two, um, because it's the five three two with um a cam essentially. So I, I feel like if I'm gonna use a formation like that, I need a cam, uh, just to connect everything. So he's playing at the five three two, um, but I want to try the five two one two out. But I, I think I, the four 3 three is always interesting. To me. Again, I think it maybe is because that cam option is gonna be a huge portion, a huge piece of that team. Uh, and that's something I've always liked. Is like like the three five two. The reason I liked it is because I had Royce at the start of the year. Uh, he had very good card, and he just felt like he pulled everything together. And when I needed a goal, he could get it. um So I, I like formations where the cam is kind of like one of the most important players. Yeah,
1: I mean, I tried you, dude. For whatever reason, I know everyone loves the four three one. I I can't make it work. Like it's just too boring for me. And I know Felix is. He's always said, like, you can attack so many different ways. You can do this, you can do that. But for me, it's just so stagnant in one way. Mm-hmm. I can't play it anymore. It's <laughs> so it's just too boring. So the four three three just allows a little bit more open play. Um, just it, it spreads out the play a little bit. I think the four two three one's just too easy to defend because everyone plays it. And I think catching people off guard as well helped me out. Um a lot of people who play against the four three three don't necessarily know how to defend it. I think Jape said the same thing when he played a pro using the five three two, because I listened to the pod as well. And he's like, Yeah, I caught people off guard. They they kinda had trouble defending it. And I think when you use a formation that's not really quote unquote meta, I think people have problems with defending the attacking uh, like combo play. They don't mm. really know where to put their players, whereas the four, two, three, one, they know how you're gonna attack. Most of the time, they know the patterns that you're going to use to try to exploit the defense where when you use something like a 4-3-3 or a 4-3-2-1 for that matter, I know a lot of people struggle uh, because they're not coming up against it often. Uh, I know the biggest trouble I had using it was, I guess, actually against the 4-1-2-1-2. Believe it or not, it, it was really, really hard because it clogs the middle. So your your striker really has problem. That's why the drift wide is so huge because it no longer allows people to just sit on their CDM and just cover the middle since it yep. pulls everyone out. That drift wide is a game changer man. So Alf? huge shout out to him. I would have never thought about trying that, that, ta- that uh, instruction. That was a game changer for me.
0: Yeah, definitely something I'm interested in trying as well. So I will try it with a uh, cheap Bundesliga team. I'm going to put something together um, that kind of hits what the, the key parts of what you talked about, but at a super cheap level, um, just to see if it if it's possibly done. And try out a few games this week, not weekend league, but um, just some rivals games. I'm going to try to try to see if I can use the four through three four. I think that'd be interesting for a lot of people too, because I think we have like I'm going to be using like a very cheap, like under 150k is the total team. Um, so then you obviously have yours, which has obviously really expensive players and really nice players like Van Dyke, Cannavaro, Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. Um, and I know, like, obviously, probably a lot of listeners can't afford that, so it'd be interesting to see some mid-level teams and, like, who can be your replacements or who, and that's that's why the questions I was asking were based around, how does a position play? Like, one of your CMs has to be a CDM, one of your box-to-box, and then a true cam. So, like, you just need to find those players. Like like I was saying, uh, we we're in, in a little intermission, but I said, is Kimmich good? But he's got He's a, more of a defensive-minded player with bad work rates for the formation. I think so. I don't think he'll actually work that well. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you want a high high, well, he's high low.
0: Yeah, he's not high not, low.
1: Yeah, you want you want a high high is pretty good. That's why I said N'Golene is is a really really good option if you mm-hmm. can get him as one of your. I was thinking center. like
0: Goretzka or even uh, Goretzka. Yeah, he'll be he'll Witzel's be also head. another. Vitzel, I'd be careful. He's going to be clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, be I don't like deep Witzel's card, but I mean, like as a, uh, like, I'm thinking back to like almost like the beginning of the year when he was. Yes, he was clunky, but he was usable because he was a little higher sure. rated. Um, that type yeah, and of player.
1: I know a lot of people DM to to watch some of the games, and they're actually on the Champs channel. If you switch region to America, it will be on the Champs channel on there, and you can watch some of the games. Actually, what I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm sure a lot of people know the uh, the FIFA analyst or fun analyst, Alex, I believe. Yes. Um, I, I forgot if it's FIFA analyst or FUT analyst. I forget which FIFA, one. FIFA, yeah, FIFA, the FIFA analyst. So he does game analysis for people um, to help them improve. And one game that I actually I want to I recorded and I'm going to send his way. So I recorded it back on the champs channel. I played against Kid Mamito, and I said this in our Discord. So one thing that happened to me is I had people messaging me that Kid Mamito got frustrated with the way I was playing, and it really messed with my mental state in terms of not not. Not in a bad way. In a, in a way that where I, I didn't care if I lost anymore because I hated I hate being the cause of someone else being frustrated. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to play that way to to make the guy frustrated at me. And I think when I heard that he was getting upset, I kind of stopped focusing, if that makes sense in that game. And I couldn't break him down and I, I had lost that game. So what I'm gonna be doing is I'm gonna be sending that that uh, game to to Alex and having him analyze it. And I'm sure he's gonna post it on his YouTube channel. So for anyone that wants to see the fourth or three in action, check out his YouTube channel. I'm hoping he posts it there. I'm not sure. But if anything, if you guys want to see how I play it, there's a bunch of games on the champs channel. You guys can check it out if you'd like. Um, but if not, Alex is gonna do do an analysis for me. I want to see how I can actually improve from pulling people out of position. And to be honest with you, it wasn't my defense, it was my attack. My attack had problems against his defense because he was really deep and I couldn't break them down.
0: Okay. That's interesting. Uh, one thing to note something for potentially this weekend, I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. So nothing confirmed, but I have been, um, DMing Alex actually about coming on the podcast and talking about some of the fifa analytics and and what he sees when he's been uh reviewing gameplay and what what formations and stuff like that because uh, i think i think a lot of talk now is is people trying to figure out different formations whether it's just to enjoy the game more uh kind of like what you do and i do uh we're just we're not playing it because we think that formation is actually better we're playing it because we think it's just more enjoyable and, and something to, uh, reason to play the game more something like japes as well like is, is trying out formations because he just wants to see can you make more formations usable um uh, not necessarily what the formations are. So, with all the talk about formations, I want to get Alex on um, because he's he, he's been reviewing so much gameplay to see if he's seeing trends and formations that are maybe not the maybe not the common ones. Or or can you like maybe it'd be good after maybe get him on after he's watched your gameplay and 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 maybe how he can say why the four through three is working so effectively for you. Um, so that might be coming this weekend. If not um, in the future, we have talked. To, I have talked to him. Uh, we've we've worked out some times potentially uh, that we could do it. It's just obviously as always it's always hard being NA versus EU. Uh, And that's what we always struggle with, which is why the episode is coming out today uh, or why we're recording on a night, on a a Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. So (laughs) EU is definitely asleep now. So, uh, but if we can work out the times, hopefully we'll have him on, get some more formation discussion. Uh, Let us know how you did enjoy the formation discussion. And if you do use the 433, obviously tweet at us, specifically Joey on how you enjoyed it and see if like his tactics have worked for you. And as always, like, See what tactics work for you and and which ones don't too, and see if you can customize a four through three to even or four through three four in this case. But to to be even different for you, can you maybe the wingers get more involved for you? Uh, maybe they actually score more. You get maybe you 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 are looking for a winger that can actually finish when he's when he gets a chance because you these seem to be getting in positions. Um, and and that's maybe not the way Joey played it, but it, it could be an effective way for people going forward. Um, just with, just different ways to play formation. So I'd be interested to in seeing that. So us any of those. Um, like the podcast on any of the uh, platforms you're listening on. So if you're listening on iTunes or Apple or Spotify or anything like that, l- like it on there, leave a review. I uh, like reading those as well. So I appreciate it. And like I said, subscribe on all podcast platforms. Thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next time. 433 three Nation, baby.